0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Gaming Goons Podcast. Today is a very joyous occasion, as we are at the 10-episode mark for the franchise. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! So a couple of things are different today. A, we're in the double digits for episode numbers, but B, the more important thing is I'm not only joined by my lovely co-hosts... Joey. ...and Josh, we also, for the first time live on air, are joined by a very special guest my brother alex may alex welcome to the show how you feeling
1: good thanks for having me luke joey josh appreciate it i'm excited to get this stuff started and join in with you guys all right first guest
0: i love the enthusiasm we're off to a great start so let's keep that rolling with today's debate topic we're not going to do a specific franchise today today we're going to talk about the pros and cons and which one's better or worse when it comes to controller versus keyboard and mouse so does anyone want to start off? Anyone have a thought that's jumping to their brain
2: right now? Um, Not particularly your thought. I just kind of want to go around and first see what you prefer and see if it changes by the end of the episode based off of the information that we have. I like so that. So I'll start off by saying I'm mostly a controller player. Always have been. Nice. Alex?
1: So I've always been a controller player, been trying to change to keyboard and mouse, but that's consistently what I'm really good at is controller. hmm Joey. So, I, I always like to play Devil's Advocate when we have a discussion like this.
3: I always like to say kind of depends on what game you're playing, but overall, I do enjoy keyboard and mouse more.
0: I am a recent... Uh, I have recently acquired a PC, so I've never had access to keyboard and mouse before, like four months ago. And in the short time I've had it, I've really enjoyed it, but I think i got to stick with controller for now, because I've just had so much more experience with it. So... Uh, I think that's where we're at. So we have basically everyone's on controller, or I you mean, said you're, you said keyboard mouse.
3: I I like keyboard and
0: mouse. Okay, keyboard. So we got one v three right now. So when it comes to the debate, I mean we're gonna we're gonna hack it up. It's gonna be pros and cons of both. We're gonna be fine. Um, what's your favorite part about playing on controller, Alex?
1: So I think the one biggest thing is. I mean, it especially helped since I started playing with controller. That's how I really got into video games. It was uh, not necessarily a learning curve that anything that I had to do. Whereas when I got my PC and started playing games on my PC, I had to learn how to switch over to playing yeah. with that keyboard and mouse. Yeah,
0: you were so used to controllers. It's, it's, it's a, it is a switch. It's a big jump. So what was your first console?
1: Uh, first console I ever had was GameCube.
0: Okay, so obviously. you had one of those. I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> I gotta ask. You know, we had the most most legendary controller in the history of gaming. So it is quite um, legendary. It is. It's a wonderful controller. N so, sixty
2: four tops it for most unique for me. I, most I was actually unique. Thinking that. Yeah, most I, unique. I agree. It's probably <laughs> yeah. the most unique because it has the three kind. Con- I don't even know what to consider it like three grips almost. Yeah, it's right. just such a weird design. I don't know what they were but thinking. But just horrible. It is terrible. Um, I didn't say it was good. (laughs) I'm just saying.
3: So Alex, you mentioned something. You mentioned that the first gaming experience you had was with a controller. For me, it was kind of both at the same time, Mm -hmm. because I played old Tycoon games on an older PC, but I also played earlier consoles as well. Mm -hmm. So
1: I kind of feel that, but for me, that's kind of why I'm a little wishy-washy. So I I did the same thing. I mean, I played... uh, I know you guys talked about Flash games, and that was a big um, jump with my gaming abilities and what my background is too. I played a lot of those flash games and, but mostly I think it came from playing the GameCube and those games.
0: Mm. That Mario Sunshine really, it it, kind of prepares you for quite a bit, you know, all the controls going around for flood and you got to, it's precise platforming. So if you get used to controller, it is, it is a pretty big jump to switch to, PC and, and keep KBM. KBM, sorry.
1: Well, and also you're mapped in a certain way. Like, I mean, most people that usually, I think, play with keyboard and mouse have a um, knack for being very good typers. They're fast typers. They're able to hit those buttons in specific positions and they're used to the layout of the keyboard and mouse, whereas the people who play with controller, it's a different style. You're used to playing with mostly your thumbs Mm. instead of the rest of your fingers.
0: Which brings me to my first main pro of utilizing keyboard and mouse, and that is the vast array of button remapping that you have the ability to do when it comes to every game. Um, For anyone who doesn't know what button remapping is, uh, when you start a game, there is a default button map setting, which means each key is attributed to a particular action, and if you have the ability to remap buttons, you can change those keys to whatever configuration you want. In a lot of controller-based games, you don't have the ability to map keys as much as you do with keyboard and mouse.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of customizability when you play on a keyboard and mouse, Mm -hmm. you know, but... um for what you said i i think that the mouse gives you so much precision when you're playing a game that a controller could never never match it at all so when you play games that you need really extreme precision it's it's great for that
2: yeah i agree and now um more recently even the mice have have had buttons on the mouse itself (laughs) like up to 12 where you can just like Put your finger in the cr- – like just – there's so many different options now on the mouse itself just so you can have your hand and Josh flicks was and stuff like that. It's insane. Josh was incredibly confused yesterday.
0: We were in Best Buy. I was buying a new monitor for my PC, and we were waiting for the guy to get back from the back of the store to get my monitor. And we were like, we'll go We'll go look at the mouses and the keyboards and the, and the whatnots. And Josh was like, why is there a number pad on the side of this mouse? What does that make sense for? And it's the only application I can think of is World of Warcraft.
3: Yeah, MOBAs. Yeah, you can Mobas? assign different type of abilities to it. That's really popular. I mean, League of Legends use uh, the QWERTY for the most part. But yeah. for other games, you need like hundreds and hundreds of buttons on your mouse. That's or you can map just... on your keyboard like uh, Star Wars Old Republic. You just have so many abilities that your character has that i'm sure brie could tell you she's she plays Yeah, wow. brie brie plays wild. Accounts. I think she um, has
0: two level 100 accounts or something like that. Something she's like crazy. That, she's cracked. She's
3: probably butt smashing all the time cuz right when your ability is able to be you gotta used hit or recharged, you hit it immediately. Like you don't even think about it
1: you talk about button smashing and that's that's just what i automatically think <laughs> you, of yeah. whenever we play on controller you're just got those buttons all nice and close together and you're just pushing those whenever you're in a fighting game or something like that
0: oh you know the rules if you press the button harder the attack does more damage that's Absolutely,
1: just,
0: <laughs> that's the way right. it goes if you lean with the controller in a racing game you you get a harder turn it's just it's the nature of the beast man so what is everyone's favorite controller Favorite
3: controller, yeah. I'd say um, probably Xbox 360
1: controller, mm-hmm. just for nostalgia and that actually is pretty comfortable. Yeah, Alex? I have to agree with Joey on this one. I'd say the Xbox 360 controller, um, as much as the nostalgia is with that um, GameCube controller and it's a very good quality controller, I still have to go with the Xbox 360
2: Josh, am I allowed to talk about variants of? Yeah. A specific. I'm gonna go with the Xbox Series X uh, Elite controller the, with the, the paddles on it. That's
0: the big difference, I think, from like when you guys you guys both like the Xbox 360. Josh, you like the newer one, but you like the newer one in the Elite model. Not I like the, the Elite
2: model. One. However, I do really enjoy the Xbox 360 controller because mm-hmm. it feels just great. When you're playing a game, there's no really complexes around it. If I wasn't going to say a variant, I think I would go with the PlayStation 5 controller. Okay, interesting.
0: Yes.
1: So Josh, I haven't actually used that controller. For those people out there who haven't, what uh, qualities does that controller have that that doesn't in the other Xbox controllers?
2: Yeah, so it basically just has a bunch more compatibility. Luke was kind of talking about the button mapping, and this brings a whole other layer to it. So you can put like paddles on the back so that you can map the A button to a paddle so uh, the back of your fingers can be utilized more. Um, You can change the joysticks easily, change the D-pad. There's hair trigger attachments that you can put onto it to make it a little bit easier for your play style. It's just a lot more customizable um, layout for the controller. I got to get me one of those.
3: I think you missed one big thing and that's the touchscreen in the middle. That's, that's also a button or is that four, that's Play, uh four? for
2: playstation 5
3: that's i thought you said playstation 5
2: controller. Uh, we were talking about the um xbox, the xbox elite. Oh, elite controller okay, yeah fine. yeah I'm sorry. but I
3: like, dang i didn't know you could put paddles on the back of a playstation 5 controller which <laughs>
2: also you can there's a variant for that as well i didn't know that. but going Ooh. off of what you said that's kind of why i like the playstation 5 controller so much is because they utilize so much more to it there's the touchpad there's different triggers so you can pull it Uh, harder or less and it would change the feeling of the trigger itself yeah so every gun could be specific to that is it like button feedback no it's a little bit different it's really hard to explain if you haven't actually used it okay Um, you just have to try I'll let you try it sometime but it's awesome
1: so the other thing with that that I understand with the paddles the reason for um, the paddles addition to um, most controllers is some people will play the claw style With their controllers, and if you're not used to that style of play, which I'll I'll try to explain this best I can, you basically hold the controller like you're clawing it. So you take your index finger and you will use the buttons on the top, which this is most optimal for PlayStation players. You can use your index finger to hit the X triangle uh, circle and and square. Square, and, um, and then what you'll do is you use your thumbs for the joysticks. Yeah. As for Xbox, you can use that same method, but it's not as optimal because you have to move your thumb up to the top side where, where the other joystick is mm-hmm. instead of moving it down.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah for I, Xbox, it's more for like your right hand, and for PlayStation, it's more for both of your hands because of how the analog sticks are placed. Yes. Yeah, I, okay. I, I agree
3: with that. I agree mm. with that. Um, since you kind of hit on that, I wanted to talk about button layouts controllers and here's a few on xbox that i can recall at least there's football tactical which was my favorite in modern warfare it's yep. the crouching and knife button mm-hmm. or yeah, yeah
0: it was right. it was toggle crouch instead of toggle melee
3: yeah it, so like the b was right there when you need to knife somebody or something yeah. like that okay and then there's southpaw which is a totally uh, obscure way that's i think that's a it flips a the sticks term as well you, it's totally inverted yeah. yeah and then there's legacy which i don't know too much about that one i i, and I think there's more but those are the ones that i remember
0: those are the main four. And so Southpaw, what it does is it flips the buttons. So there's two menus. Typically, there's button layout and then there's stick layout. If you do Southpaw with stick layout, instead of controlling the camera with your right stick, you're going to control your player with the right stick. So you'll walk left and right with that, which is just wild. That's weird. I it's can weird never imagine about doing um, that. But
2: I, I, don't, I have never met anyone who ever used that stick layout. Neither have I. Uh,
3: I've played I it, it myself.
2: I played normal. Um my view on that is I don't like ever go prone ever so it's not utilized that much but when I have my thumb on the joystick itself I can just click and knife if I have like a like a uh, there's like a close call or something I'm right there boom I don't even have to think about moving that.
0: But. I've always been more of a um I crouch. Mm. So when it's toggle crouch uh, it's way easier for me because I don't have to constantly take my finger off the analog stick to go up to the button. So I I think that's something that, you know, keyboard, I think, has an, has an advantage on. Because if you have your, your fingers on WASD, you have, you know, you can shift to sprint. And you just flick down one to go to control in order to go prone or to crouch. And then you can also have, like, the C key mapped to... Um, Melee, and then it's the same distance, there's no like disadvantage depending on what layout you have.
2: Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, so,
3: so on the same note, yeah, for keyboard and mouse, Mm -hmm. what I am sometimes known for is when I do my remapping, Mm -hmm. I change shift, which is usually sprint, to Q, and I change my crouch instead of C to E as an echo. So everyone's like, "What do you? Why would you do that?" I'm like, "I don't know. For me, it's just right there." Well, yeah, and I then, don't use my pinky for anything.
0: Where do you put your? Um, where do you put your sprint then? Q. Oh yeah, sorry. What do you put on shift? Anything?
3: Uh, typically nothing. Sometimes so- it's a menu or a player list or statistics or some things that are usually tab or tilde. Interesting. Console
1: okay. sometimes. So what would be your? utilize item you know what i mean whenever it's there's usually f f yeah it's usually my mouse
0: okay oh that makes so sense i can either press f okay. or i
3: can press a certain button yeah on the mouse. Mm, okay because usually e is the interact button that's pretty common usually i see f and e but more typically i've been seeing f in modern games for some reason
0: Yeah, we've talked a lot about the difference in, in, depending on what game you play, either keyboard, mouse, or controller has a lot of kind of a difference in terms of how to navigate it, how to play the game, and I think the best example of it being a completely different experience, depending on what your input method is, is Minecraft, because I used to play Minecraft on the 360 edition, and lord almighty, the, the, the menus were just, it took so long to navigate and craft and with do like everything. With like a cursor, yeah, with the yeah. cursor that you had to just drag up and down, and then with with keyboard mouse, it's like I can just quick craft without even using quick craft. Right. It's, so there's a big difference there, and I think when it comes to slower paced games, you know, uh, keyboard mouse setup is a lot more effective. Mm-hmm. But I think the faster pace, I think it's equal or controller may have a little bit of an advantage.
3: I, I would agree, because when I think of fast-paced, and I know we all know this game pretty well, Rocket League. Let, yeah. Let's all face it, I'm, I'm sure that 9 out of 10 people would agree that a controller is best, and maybe one one person would say, uh, I think our keyboard and mouse is
0: best. And
2: that, that person die. would be wrong. Yeah, that person <laughs> would absolutely be they wrong. They are wrong, 100%. <laughs> a game that I think is vital for using, well, multiple games uh, for using controller, is From Software Games. So those are like Dark Soul games, uh, Bloodborne, yeah. Elden Ring. Um, the reason why is because <clears throat> your player is, I, I Joey can kind of help me go off of this. Uh, your player is kind of stiff in a sense that you can't really move that much. It's not uh, super fast paced. It's slow. It's strategic, and what the main thing is that you lock onto different enemies and then you attack on keyboard. That's kind of hard to do. Locking onto enemies and then attacking is very different than using like an FPS and flicking towards enemies. So
1: that gets me into actually the next point, which is precision. You don't have to use that precision when you're utilizing um, a controller. It's more focused on your accuracy when you're um, doing keyboard and mouse, whereas you always get, you can possibly get, especially for the FPS shooters, an aim assist that can help you with the uh, controller-based games.
3: Yeah, I feel like aim assist is as a whole discussion in itself. But kind of revisiting both what you guys were saying, I'm, I'm realizing that we, we mentioned Rocket League, we mentioned from software games, and even Jedi Fallen Order. When you lock on to somebody, your controller becomes extremely powerful because you're like locked in a 360 degree axis, and that's basically what the analog stick can do. Mm-hmm. But the, the mouse is like any axis that's possible. So locking yeah. on doesn't like you can only scroll one way, but when you're on a controller, you're really using the whole analog stick the whole time. Yeah. But back onto aim assist.
2: Yeah, we can I'm, talk about. It I'm not quick. a
3: huge fan of aim assist. For, for for console players, it's understandable. And then you get into the gray area of um, cross compatible games. So they start rubbing up against each other. Like, oh, those controller guys, they have aim assist. They, they're they're buns, you know. Or you see the people that have mouse and keyboard, the controller guys yelling at them like, they get these aim bots because they have their
1: mouse, like how Shroud would yeah. do crazy shots yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. or something. So I don't want to get into this whole entire aim assist thing, <laughs> yeah. but it's going to be- We, we yeah. can talk about no, it, we fine. can talk it's about good, it. But yeah. it's going to start turning into that a little bit. But especially you see a lot of people um, go do these aim trainers now anymore. Yeah. Especially these big names and competition stuff. And what they'll do is you have a lot more ability to move your cursor to get onto to precise, exact spots that you want to be when you're, especially in the FPS shooters, with your mouse versus with your um, controller, you are using just your thumb. So you can, and we have other things that you can do nowadays just like you talked about the paddles and everything, they have extensions that you can put on top of your cursors, to, or on top of your analog stick, sorry, yeah. um, to help that cursor be more precise with your movements. So in the cases that you can't use aim assist, that helps out quite a bit because you're just more focused on your thumb mm-hmm. versus your whole entire hand is moving at an exact location. It's,
0: it's that precision for sure. And I think that definitely plays a difference in terms of what game you're playing if you're playing call of duty i remember um back when i was still playing a lot of modern warfare 3 back in around 2011 2012 um i would i would play on sensitive sensitivity level 10 and it it was uh you flick the right stick for half a second and you do a 180 yeah, Because it's that sensitive and it needed to be if you wanted to, you know, keep up with the MLG pros that were the guys, the guys that were going nutty on, on every single server they played in. And I got very good at it. And then I stopped playing FPS games for a while. And now I play, I play at like five sensitivity. If I play on controller, it's, it's a big difference because it's so hard to adjust. And when you do it, you have to do it consistently Otherwise, it's truly like a, if you're not using it, you're losing it type deal.
2: Yeah. One thing I would like to mention is when you're using a mouse, you're kind of forced to one sensitivity. Like when you go into the settings, it has mouse sensitivity. But for a controller, there's the X and Y vertical. There's two different sensitivities you have to worry about. Yeah. And it can kind of throw you off in a way. Um, there's just a more... That you have to worry about on controller, and my kind of thing is when people say, "Oh, aim assist is super overpowered on controller," uh, then just play controller. Yeah. Like, mm. if it's if it's that big of a problem, use it to your advantage. As, but yeah, also, that... I don't think that aim assist is nearly as powerful as, powerful as people make it seem to be. Um, Maybe that's just because I'm biased and I'm, I've am i always played controller and I can't really tell the difference. But most of the time, I don't even play with aim assist on because it, it will lock on to people behind walls and it'll throw off my aim. So it's mm. really strange in certain circumstances. Um, in certain games, aim assist is vital, I would say. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, the Go ahead, Joey.
3: No, I was just going to say you said certain games. I, I believe yeah. that to be true as yeah. well. I'm sure some games have crazy aim assist that is unfairer than other games. It's probably just fine on campaigns. Cards, Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, campaigns. Oh, yeah. A, it, that's true. But turning it off, thats I never thought of that.
0: Remember, yeah. you can snap quickly between targets by spamming the aim down your sights button. Sergeant Foley, thank you. I will forever be in your debt. Left trigger, right
3: your trigger, left trigger, right trigger. Yeah, trigger, clearly. Right trigger. The, the coolest thing is if you are a controller player, if you are a mouse and keyboard player, for, let's just say for the mice in particular, you really can control a lot of your sensitivity for X and Y. You can do acceleration
2: for mm.
3: mice. And then for controller, there's dead zone which I don't even know what Dead Zone even is. I think it's like you have to move your analog stick a certain amount before
1: it picks up. Yeah. It's about drift and everything with your analog sticks and your mouse. And there's a certain spot where if you move it just a millimeter in a certain direction, it will not move your character or it will not turn them a certain way. And that's what the dead space is. So that affects your sensitivity and you want to be able to um, especially in those games that you need that precision, have less dead space so that you can turn that analog stick and it turns you quicker.
2: Yeah, yeah kind of what you're saying is threshold on controller. There's minimum oh. threshold and then there's maximum threshold. Minimum is... The closest to the center that you can move it before it starts okay. to uh, change your direction and sensitivity. Yeah, maximum is when you reach that; it won't change it anymore, and that'll go into like acceleration. And there's a whole thing about it. It's it's a, it goes really uh, in depth, especially I know in Apex. That's what I use.
0: Apex. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, as someone who's done both, uh, if you're playing keyboard mouse and you're complaining about Amos's play controller. And if you don't want to make the switch to controller, then stop talking about it.
1: It's not even that. I still also think it's, again, essential in most games. Again, when we're talking about precision, especially in long distance, when you're actually utilizing the sniping function of a gun and scoping in, you need that exact precision. Um, whereas on a controller, it's just it's so hard to hit those precision snipes. Everybody wants to talk about oh the old days of um, Call of Duty where you do your quick scope and just flick your flick your, um, uh, uh, analog, your analog stick, stick yeah. so that it, it snaps right to the player. And gone are those days because there's a lot more that goes into it, and they've actually upgraded these games where they have bullet drop and everything and they even have different recoil on the guns comparatively to what they used to have in the old call of duty games
0: yeah they they've done a lot of detail work in the past decade um i remember back in modern warfare 2 and 3 as long as your sight line on the screen was clear you weren't gonna hit anything even if your barrel of your gun was staring straight at a wall it wouldn't because it's you know it's it doesn't matter, but like, like nowadays, what game did you say did like you say Modern that? Warfare two and three?
3: So they they if so like if you if wherever you're looking and it hits right there, they call it hit scan. Yeah. Okay, that's like siege. So there's no bullet drop. There's no there's nothing else. So yeah. I'm just putting that out there. I don't know if okay. it's really so
0: important or not, but you said it's hit scan. It's called hit scan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit scan. Yeah, because I just remember it was like uh in certain games, if you have because you know your sight line might be good. You're looking through your holographic sight and you're shooting at something, but if I played Battlefield 4, I think, is the first one I saw do it. Um, if you're aiming, but your, barrel, your barrel's lower than your sight, so if your barrel's pointed up against a wall, you're going to fire bullets into the wall, and it's not going to do damage even if, you're, uh, even if your cursor's right on.
3: Yeah, Tarkov does that really well mm-hmm. as R- well. How Ro- is
0: Tarkov? Because I know that's a game that pretty much requires you to play keyboard mouse.
3: You cannot play it on controller yeah that that's like one of those games that it's not designed for a controller like there's so many buttons you need to utilize mm-hmm. to your advantage that being out of controller would just give you a default disadvantage and they would never a- add aim assist to tarkov. if
0: if i remember correctly can't is, you modify how far down you crouch in yeah. tarkov with yeah. your scroll wheel that is
2: wow not, that that's insane Talk about few, precision yeah, yeah. yes, yes
1: plenty of
3: survival games that actually do that now. One of them is really? Scum as well. I don't know if you guys have heard of Scum. I've it's not, heard of it. not, a, not a big
1: game, but it does that as well. It does okay. it very well. Now that actually brings up my next point. Um, do you guys think that keyboard and mouse has started to become the default? It's becoming the future of gaming and everything. Everybody's starting to become now moving more towards pc as you know the old saying PC's the master race and everything like this but is it truly becoming the future of what gaming is you have to have these big games like tarkov where you need all these buttons and everything on um to be able to play these games and be competitive
2: i will start off by saying no i don't think so um only because i think controller is an easy access into gaming for those who are starting off playing video games because uh, we all started off with controllers so we're all used to that yeah and i think that's kind of how everybody will go into gaming if you go straight into keyboard and mouse you're gonna i mean it's it's gonna be tough i think it's gonna be tough yeah. you're gonna get overwhelmed with all the amount of buttons there are and how to move your fingers correctly whereas controllers there are easy games to play that will level up as you go so that you can grow into the controller yeah. and it'll make it more friendly towards yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But um I, I I'd say no. I say no for that.
3: I agree yeah. with Josh.
2: Here's
0: um, uh, uh here's my standpoint. When it comes to if you wanna say that keyboard mouse is gonna become more of a default, I think yes at the higher levels. Um, I would agree with that because not only are more people buying PCs, more people are shifting to that as opposed to consoles at the higher levels because p- more people want to stream. It's more, it's more mainstream. Haha, puns. Um, but when you have. Xbox. Xbox does this on some games. I don't know if uh, PlayStation does, but if you have an Xbox Series X and you're playing Call of Duty, you can switch your input to keyboard-mouse on the console.
2: Yes, but not during the game. You'd have to back out so that yeah. because it puts you in a whole new pool of players because mm-hmm. you can't just play with uh, PC players while you're on controller. Yeah, so, so it so puts so you into you, a whole new pool.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you you know talk about this, we could break that question down a little bit. Is gaming shifting more towards PC as a whole? I think at its highest levels, yes. For the casual audience, I think it still stay consoles. And I think the high-tier players that wanna to continue to get really, really good on console are gonna use keyboard mouse on console.
1: And that's what I wanted to get into because I think that's where it differentiates between keyboard and mouse versus console. What they're doing is they're trying to standardize it, especially in competitive, so that everybody's all on the same playing field. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can map your buttons differently how you want to on the um, keyboard and mouse, but what they're doing is they're trying to keep it standard across the board, and you have to be good on keyboard and mouse. They're not necessarily... I don't know if they're necessarily allowing for controllers. I I Usually, for example... When we've seen the Fortnite World Cup, I don't know how much you guys ever watched any of it, but every single person on there was playing on um, keyboard and mouse. Nobody was playing on controller. Now there are very, very, very good players on there Mm -hmm. who can play on the controller, and some would argue that they're better on the controller. So do they have a disadvantage on playing on that competitive scale because they can't play on their um, wanted Format. On their
0: preferred on their yeah. preferred input device.
1: Yeah, um, I would say
3: that I, I pretty much agree with you, but I feel like that is the top percentage of players, so that affects a smaller amount of people. But to go back to your question, when you asked that about uh, the controllers, I, yeah. I immediately thought of VR. I feel like VR you're always going to need controllers, so it'll never be outdated. So that develop you might see a lag in development for controllers, like right now all the PlayStation controllers are the same, Xbox are the same. Yeah. But as VR gets better, you might see more development in controllers, but well, jump back to what you were saying. Um, do you think that keyboard and mouse is an advantage over a controller? Because it, you kind of mentioned that Josh mentioned that you have to break people up. If you have to back out to lobby to switch over, well, why? Yeah, well, Obviously there must be some type of disadvantage or an advantage over the other.
2: I think there should just be tournaments for controllers and keyboard and mouse. I think if we categorize it, that could be a positive force. Cause like,
0: um i mean you think about like sports you know you have you have men's basketball you have women's basketball it's a different game there's different levels to that and it's played differently there's different rule sets the ball's smaller on the women's court um there's in college you have more differences like they play four quarters the men play two halves there's different regulations and different rules the same thing could be applied with like controller methods um on video games because like obviously there's no like there's no like gender gap in gaming if you right. can play on keyboard mouse, you can play on keyboard mouse, right. but
1: I, I think it also comes down to a little bit of. The game, like we talked about earlier, you kind of got to get back to what is the game we're playing. Mm -hmm. Because if you watch um, Rocket League, you're going to see everybody playing on controller. Controller. That's just what it is. Same thing, like I said, with Fortnite. Fortnite is played on keyboard and mouse. It just depends on what the game is, of how people want to play it, and what is the mainstream and optimal, and what's going to give you the best chance of winning at that point. Mm -hmm. Even though some people are good at it with a controller and can contend with the best people up here on keyboard and mouse. It still is just, I, I think it's, it's more of a standard because yeah. another thing uh, that kind of goes with this is um, th- there's a lot of variance when you get into smash brothers. <laughs> yeah. Because you have to, okay. to be able to make it a um, consistent all the way through the whole entire game you have to make that game as consistent as possible so that when everybody plays they're playing on the same level of field so instead of having a random item drop in 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 Smash Bros you have no items so yep. now is that the same thing when we're talking about keyboard and mouse versus um controller because like I'm saying you have to have that certain standard of keyboard and mouse to be able to play that specific game. So like I so kind of come back full circle, I think it just depends on the game that we're playing.
0: It's all about a level playing field. That's that's the core of this discussion because if if you have, you know, a game like Rocket League that I believe the intended, you know, really what all these boil down to is the intent of the developers if it's designed to be a game played on keyboard and mouse it's going to be optimal to play it on keyboard and mouse if it's a game that was designed and developed to be for consoles then it's going to be better and easier and more accessible to play on
2: controller and the players will definitely know right yeah. off the bat if it's meant for keyboard and mouse and controller. They make it pretty apparent with how the movements yeah. are.
0: I played. Um, I, I've been playing a little bit of The Witcher here and there the past couple of months, and I can tell that this game is it's the original Witcher at least. It's a keyboard mouse game because oh. there's so many button inputs you have to hit. If you were to put it on controller, you would have to put so many sub menus into the game just to navigate in the menus, not even for like gameplay purposes.
3: Right. I find that controller based games are for me more relaxing. Like when I want to relax and kind of enjoy my time, lay on the couch or chill and just play a game. I throw on the controller, put on elder ring and you're, you're playing a game. But when you want to get sweaty, keyboard and mouse every single time, Well, every you, single time, unless it's rocket league. That <laughs> yes. rocket league is the only exception. If you want to get sweaty with a controller.
1: So I think there also can be something said. There, There's very few games where it goes from, you, like you guys were saying, I think it's between keyboard and mouse and controller. Um, most of them are pretty defined which one's which. But the one thing I think that is you can play either or, it doesn't matter which one you play, is probably FPS shooters. As long as there's not too many buttons to map out, because you go from Call of Duty or you go from Fortnite... Any of those are very good um, ways that you can play either input.
0: Yeah, I think um, FPS shooters definitely have it because uh, I've been playing a little bit of Doom 2016 recently, and that's that's an experience on keyboard and mouse, man. I'll tell you what, I I don't know about you guys, I, I you may have the opinion of like, oh, I got to play it on the hardest difficulty because it's Doom. I, I am playing on the second easiest difficulty. I'm more here for the story, and I think that depends on, um, you know, it depends on the game you're playing. Because like, I, it can get pretty sweaty in Doom, and you're just playing against the computer because it just spawns more and more enemies, and it's like, ugh, so I you
3: said you've been playing that on keyboard and mouse? Yeah. Okay, I can't imagine it, anyone playing it on a on a controller. Doom? Yeah.
1: Well, that's I actually feel like the be intended very way.
3: Critical. I feel like for me that'd be difficult. I, it it I, reminds me of like kind of like a Killing Floor kind of game. I, I don't know, you guys. I don't know if you're familiar with Killing Floor. It's a little bit. You just run around, and kill zombies, yeah. literally as quick as you possibly can. And Doom is one of the most fast-paced
1: games that I've seen personally. Mm-hmm. But again, I think what Josh was saying is is that was the original intended way it was supposed to be made. Because when Doom came out, it was intended on. I think it was a PC game right was it a um the original the dude? very
2: very original was on pc I thought you were talking about, like, the reboot one. The Doom 2016 is the one I'm playing. Yeah, yeah. Like, the first... Per- oh, I guess they're both. For- yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking the about.
0: One, the one that released in 2016 right. for...
2: I think it was... It's on the Switch. It's on Xbox One, PS4, and uh, PC. Yeah, that game was intended to be on controller because they wanted to make it a little bit more difficult. They knew if they put it on keyboard and mouse, it'd be a little bit more easier because of the play style.
0: Yeah, I actually put... um, I put the first three missions away, I finished those with keyboard, mouse, and then it supports controller on Steam. So I switched to controller for the fourth and fifth, fifth missions, which is where I'm at now. And I, I found it so much easier to play on controller on that game uh, because it was so fast-paced and it's that's my, like, my default setting is controller.
1: Because you're so. used to that yeah. first-person shooter mm-hmm. with a controller. Exactly. So
0: I think it varies. Uh, it definitely makes a big difference. So... What else do we got, guys?
2: I, I would like to mention that for single-player games, I play mostly keyboard and mouse. But mm-hmm. multiplayer games, I do play controller because I know that I'll be better in that direction. I like the... um, I don't even know the word I want to use. I'll just say compatibility. I like the compatibility I can use while using a keyboard because I think it's fun to use a keyboard. I just mm-hmm. really enjoy yeah. using it. But... Towards a multiplayer aspect, I'm better on controller because that's what I grew up with. So I'm gonna take that over the keyboard.
0: I got you. I think that the uh, I think that's a big point in this discussion is pace of play. Like what you were talking about, Joey, with with Doom being one of the faster paced games, and you think keyboard mouse is better for that. I completely am on the opposite side. For a faster paced game, it's you know a controller layout's ingrained into my muscle memory a lot more than keyboard mouse and when it's like a slower paced game like i just got xcom 2 yesterday and i was playing the first couple missions and it's it's slow paced it's turn based and you have the time to strategize and map out exactly what you want to do i think keyboard works really well in that setting because you know you have the buttons you can take your time and hit the right buttons in the right sequence but when it comes to something like um when i played detroit become human uh it has controller support or you can play kbm Uh, I played my first playthrough on keyboard and mouse. And it's a narrative game for anyone who doesn't know Detroit Become Human. If you die in that game, your character stays dead and the story keeps going. I killed all three of the characters because I kept screwing up quick time events on keyboard and mouse. So my (laughs) second playthrough was so much better because I played it on controller. And I got a whole different experience of the story. But the first time I played it, it was just like... Oh, wow, you got Connor killed. Oh, wow, you got Connor killed in his second mission. Oh, wow, you got Marcus killed very early. How did you even do that?
2: Um, I think that's <laughs> a reason why I didn't like the game that much because I killed one of the characters off right right when I started right playing away. with him. And I I was like, wait, he's gone do, now. And I was like, yeah. what
0: the heck? I really enjoy the game. Uh, I think um, anything by Quantic Dream, uh, David Cage writes those scripts. and I've never met someone that's in the middle on those two games because it's it's either you love them or you hate them and i enjoy them so
3: yeah it seems like at least kind of what i'm picking up from the discussion is is that a controller is a really lean unit for yeah. simplified games that don't have a bunch of controls like mm-hmm. simple fps shooters like cod battlefield Battlefield's a little iffy but definitely battlefield rock league you're, you're using a lot of repetitive motion yeah but for a computer i'm thinking back to playing command and conquer and you could manage like groups of infantry for different numpads So it's like, I want my riflemen to come up, I want my rocket squad to come up, where are the tanks at, where are the IFVs, like, Mm -hmm. you have so many things you need to manage in RTS games that you need a keyboard to be able to perform with. But then, if you play Rocket League on a keyboard, it feels weird because there's just so much fluff you don't even need to use, it just Mm -hmm. doesn't feel right, so you swap back over to the controller because it's simple and easy. Yeah. So that that's kind of what I'm getting at a little bit.
0: There's the requirements, and then there's what you have. And if you have more than you need, sometimes it's more of a detriment than a boost.
1: And it all comes back to what you grew up with. Yeah. And I think I speak for everybody here. We all grew up with controller. So when you get those games that are simplistic, such as Rocket League, we're all going to default to mm. what is the easiest way to play this game and how are we going to be as best as we possibly can, which is controller. Yeah. I think that controller is always going to be my default i'm always going to like controller better but do i think controller is the better of the two no i think keyboard and mouse is always going to be better all right going, Josh, what's your verdict Sorry, Josh. yeah
2: going off of what you said and also what joey said um i think this whole discussion kind of revolves around one what you grew up with and what you're best at, and two, what type of game it is. I think those are the two aspects that you really got to take into account. Um, Overall, I'm going to say that... I'm I'm really just in the middle. I'm going to say controller is better for more simplified games, and keyboard and mouse is better for more strategic games. Joey?
3: Um... I'm just I'm just having some final thoughts here as well. I think the controller is like the jack of all trades. Okay. You know, but I also think it's well, what does one person want to get out of the game? Well, how do you want to enjoy the game? Do you want to enjoy it with a controller? How do you feel today? Do you want to enjoy it with a keyboard? You know, I, I for me, I'm super wishy-washy. Like I try playing Rocket League. We keep throwing it up as an example. But yeah. you, you, I try playing with keyboard and mouse. Not gonna happen. No. But there's like XCOM, I yeah. played it on both controller and keyboard and mouse. So for me it's kind of what what how am I feeling today?
0: I think here's my final verdict is if every if your game experience is on a scale of one to ten, I think keyboard and mouse will be more on the extremes of yes or no. So if you go into a game and you play keyboard mouse, it's gonna be like an eight, nine, ten or a one, two, three on your experience of is it positive or negative. With a controller, I think you're going to be more consistently in the middle of a 4, 5, 6, 7. And that's because, you know, controllers, they're more applicable and it's easier to keep the same scheme from game to game. But with keyboard and mouse, you know, your experiences are enhanced more when it's a game suited towards keyboard and mouse. Um, one other thing I'd like to bring up before we close is... We have talked about this from a lot of different angles, but one thing I don't think we've really like taken much time to consider is people who haven't played games as an introductory phase controller versus um, versus keyboard mouse. Because if you're people like my parents, I hand them a controller and say, hey, go play Breath of the Wild for 15 minutes, and mom can't control the camera because she doesn't know what an analog stick is, let alone... So like even my directions don't work because she just... She's not. She's like. I don't know what the right stick is. What do you mean? Um, so, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Like, if someone's like a gaming infant, apparent, evidently, like, what's I, the better option?
3: I think I'll start this off. So. I think the best option is a controller, but maybe a simpler one, like the Atari. It has one analog stick and one button. You know, okay. If you're really introducing someone into gaming and you want them to be a part of it with you for X amount of time, mm-hmm. I would start them off with the simplest thing possible. Or even a mobile game. for touch. I know that's not okay. a controller or yeah.
0: whatever. Touchpad. But, but, yeah, 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 true. But between
3: mm-hmm. the two, I would say 100% controller every single time.
0: Do you think there's an argument to be made that like when you have a controller you have things like I know the big one that a lot of people miss is, like, on, P- on PlayStation, it's R3 and L3, and that's toggling the sticks. And if you don't know that and you see R3, you look around the entire controller and don't find the button, and you're very confused as to what that control is. Similarly, with when I gave my mom Breath of the Wild, it was like, okay, do ZL. And it's my mom's like, I don't see that on the face. She didn't even think to look back on the triggers. And if you don't know the basic layout... That as opposed to a keyboard mouse, if you have keyboard and it says the T key, you can see the key. There's not a single key on a keyboard that you cannot read and understand. So I think there's an advantage there, but I don't think it necessarily outweighs the benefits of having a limited mapping system on a controller.
1: I would have to agree with you there. Um, The one thing I will say to kind of compare this to is um, any sport that you do. When you're um, doing, I'll use bowling as an example. I'm sure there's another um, better example. But when people learn to bowl, there's two styles. Either bowl with one hand or you bowl with two hands. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is the more optimal way of some teaching somebody how to play? So whereas if I wanted to get, let's say, my kids in the future into gaming, am I going to teach them through a controller or am I going to teach them through keyboard and mouse what do i think is going to be the easier way personally i'm probably going to teach them controller because that's what i grew up learning yeah but is it going to be more optimal to teach them keyboard and mouse early on because then i know that they can expand their horizon on what they're able to do from the early stages to if they want to continue on and become
0: yeah super gamers or something a like good. that yes. yeah, want to be a gaming. <laughs> there we go um
2: josh any final thoughts on that Uh, I'm going to say controller, but I also do think it depends on the game that you're playing going back to it because if you're playing a game that has like a lot of dimensions to it, it's going to be hard no matter what game you, what, what output you put in. Um, I think if you're playing on something that's like 2d and you only have to use like two buttons, I'm just going to go with controller because it's just easier to hold and it's more relaxing to the hands. Makes sense. Yeah. I think my final verdict with after your guys'
0: input is... Controller because it's easier to learn. And I do think that keyboard mouse was a lot easier of um, a learning curve for me because I had such a muscle memory from uh, controller. Because if I hadn't, if I was coming in blind with no gaming Um. experience, keyboard mouse would be a lot harder. But I think since I had the experience of controller, I know how mapping works, I know, you know, the typical structure of the movement, the way video games operate it was a lot easier for me to make that switch. So, all right. So if you're teaching people from scratch, it's controller. If you want to operate at the highest level of competitive gaming, it's keyboard mouse. And if you're in the middle, use whatever you want. That's what, <laughs> that's what it boils down to. Any objections, comments, questions? What do we think guys? I'd
3: say that's agreeable.
0: That's agreeable. All right. Uh, with the power vested in me by absolutely no one in this studio, I hereby declare this debate over, um, uh, I think that's
2: the episode for the day, guys. Yeah, thank you, Goon Gang, for tuning in. Goon Alex, Gang. Alex, good to
0: have you on Alex, the show. Alex, yes. Thanks for coming and our first, with us. Our Thanks first for of many coming.
1: guests. We Joey, appreciate Josh, you. Josh, Luke, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. I had a lot of fun here, and hope our viewers enjoyed the episode.
0: As always, man. All right, everyone, that's a wrap on episode 10 of the Gaming Goons podcast, Controller versus Keyboard and Mouse. We'll see you guys next time, and that's a wrap. Later.
1: Goon Squad. See ya.